to the Runner X podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Runner X podcast, I'm your host and coach for Mindset, Coach Caroline. I'm here with the running aficionado, Coach Valerie, business partner and dear friend. Um, and I want to tell you guys a quick story about our Friday workout. And, and it really made me want to talk to Valerie about this. Um, so Valerie does jump ropes, right? And I can tell you, I've been working out with her for, all, we're going on four years now. I don't do jump ropes. I just don't do them, right? Every time I will stand there like an, an invisible jump rope, right? I will do the hops. I will do the invisible jump rope. And maybe I can count on one hand the number of times in the last four years that I've grabbed a jump rope and actually tried to use it. And every, every time it hits my ankle, I trip, I can't do it. I get frustrated. I throw it away. And so when she said, okay, we're going to do jump ropes, I immediately, bad mindset coach, said, I can't, I hate them. That came out of my mouth immediately. We're walking over there. I said, I can't, I hate them. And she looked at me and I was like, I know, I know. I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say like, Pleh. it was like I ate a, a bad toad or something. But I, I was walking to the jump ropes. In my defense, I was walking there and she said, let's find you the right size jump rope. Now we did this whole funny thing about who's taller. She yeah. is a quarter inch taller than me. We'll put that on the record. But she found the right jump rope for me, guys. And I never thought about that. I mean, I knew that it was hitting me, right? I knew that they, I didn't like the feeling of them hitting me. I knew I, I hated them, me tripping on them. But finding the right, and it wasn't even perfect. It needs to be about probably an inch and a half shorter. Because I, I could get to doing about 20. And then I even got up to like 45 in a row. Where I'm just doing the same motion that I was doing. But you could hear the... Right. right. I was jumping and I felt light and it felt great and I actually enjoyed it. Right. And so I told her, I said, okay, I'm going to buy the uh, a jump rope. We're going to measure it. You can show me how to do this. So I measure it for myself. So I wanted to bring this up because a couple of things happened. One, my thought process. Two, I wasn't looking at, was I using the right tool, the right weight, the right equipment, the right whatever, the right tool for the job. The tools I was using were one size fits all and weren't meant for me. And I didn't try to even find one that could fit me. It was like I was in a gym with no barbells and I was trying to lift a 45. Of course, it's not going to work. You're not ready to do that yet. So finding the right tool. But then I wanted to talk to you about the fact that when we walked up there, you said, I I used to hate jump rope. So I thought, really? You do jump ropes all the time. So talk about that. I want you to talk about when you you have those thoughts like I did of I hate it, I can't do that, blah, 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 blah. Well, mine's not with jump rope. Mine's with rowing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, what's funny is I'm very springy, as you guys know from my videos. So jump roping actually is is one one, something I came, I always say this, something I can do because of my elasticity. But Caroline's right. Until someone helped me to learn that you can measure a rope and it changes the whole roping, you're right. It's not going to feel comfortable because it's not going to help you do the job it needs to be doing, right? And so it's funny because I'm the same way with rowing. Like if there's rowing in a workout, my mind is immediately like, ugh. And it's the mindset, right? It's like, but the, the, on the other end, I know how to use the machine. I know how to use the rower so that I make sure that when I do the, do the work, I do it correctly. Right. Right. So the challenge becomes, for all of us, we have movements that we're uncomfortable with. 
Right. Right. So for Caroline, she was like, you know what? And by the way, she is very uh, strong personality, as am I. So she was like, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> and I was like, let's just try. Yeah. And because she is a mindset coach and she trusts me as, a, as her trainer coach, she was willing to try it again. And our whole point with this is that once she realized that she could do the movement, then you heard her. She did like 20 in a row. She did 45 in a row. Yeah. Whereas before she kept getting hit, right? So think about that with running. It's We're doing the same thing. Yeah. We're helping you find how to use your own body because you're the tool. Yeah. <laughs> and how to move as you're supposed to move when you run. Because that's, I think, the biggest challenge for all of us. And it's easy to say, oh, well, I'm not good at it. I'm not going to do it. Right. Oh, I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. Right. And for me personally, like I love exercise. There's movements that are really hard for me, like pull-ups are really hard for me. And if I do not take the time to do my, um, my skill drills for pull-ups, which we should all do, <laughs> but to make myself able to do the pull-ups, then I can't expect that on Saturdays there's going to be 45 pull-ups and I'm just going to be able to jump up there and do 45 pull-ups. And then you don't also avoid that workout because it has 45 pull-ups in it. Correct. And you don't every time there's 45 pull-ups. I mean, there are days I'm sure that there are 45 pull-ups that you go, I'm not going to do it. I'm not here today. I'm going to do it. I'm going to modify the workout. I'm going to do something other than those pull-ups. But you don't do that all the time. You do that or few I'll and far between. Or five at a time. I can't do 45 in a row. Right. I think it's like what we're trying to say with running is for so many people, what we have found is they come into us or they come to run our X and like the, let's just say the drills. We're asking people to do drills and they have a block against them. Right. Because they feel like awkward. I've never done this before. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Right? We just right. had a guy leave and come back. I'm, we're so proud he came back. But he got frustrated because he wasn't feeling his knee hurts. Yeah. Right? So he came to us, my knee hurts. And I said, well, you've got to start bending your knees and doing hops. Well, he didn't feel comfortable doing the hops. So he quit. Yeah. And then he came back and he said, you know what? You're right. My knee still hurts. <laughs> I, this time I'm willing yeah. To listen and try to do the movement correctly. And let go. Right. Right. Well, and that's something else. So in the Tough Love Tuesdays, I joke about your primitive brain that my coach called Helga. Right. And I, Helga's like this, you know, you're, I, she, to me, she's a teenager. She's like a teenager that sits in the corner and goes, no. Yeah. That's why you hear that. She comes out and says, I can't. Right. I don't like jump rope. And I have to literally, she's always going to be there. And you have Helga, right? She comes up with you too. You have to kind of say, okay, I hear you. I know you don't like this, but you got to just sit here next to me or you just, you go play with your iPad in the corner while I go do my rowing machine. <laughs> so that's what I, so you do have a, a voice in your head that says, this is hard or it's hot or. Yeah, all of us do for sure. Well, I think people don't realize that that, that comes up for you. Even now, 30 years later, that as much as you love running, that there are times, I think you were talking about that recently, that it was hot outside or something, or there was a hill yeah. coming up. So you just kind of, you let the person, you let Helga say what she has to say, and then you set her aside. Right, and, you, and, you, and that's the best part with what we do, by the way, because here's a good example. I did, this was me, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I went out and I had a, my run was supposed to be, I want to say it was supposed to be a 10K, all right, just 10K. I went out, I started running, I got about 5K in, and I was like, I'm just not feeling it today. Yeah. Like, it was hot outside. My mind wasn't focused. 
So I was like, you know what? Just let it go. You don't need to run a 10K today. And I, I luckily had was close to my my car. <laughs> but I got back. And when I got back, you know, I thought, well, you know, I don't feel completely done. You know, I just didn't feel like continuing that run. So I actually set up a little uh, interval. And I just did, I finished out, I did like five sets of 400s. So that you ended kind of on a good I ended note. on a high. Yeah, I ended on just because I was like, you know, you, you basically, you let yourself quit, you know. But I knew I wasn't in the right mindset. I didn't feel, I wasn't into the run that day. So, but then I was like, okay, you know what? Your body feels pretty good. So anyway, I did, I did the 400s to finish. And as I was doing the 400s, I got like a second wind, if you will. So I finished. Did I run a 10K? No. But, but, but I, on but the I flip side, if run. somebody, if I was out there running yeah. and I got to, back to my car and I didn't feel like doing the, there's nothing wrong with that either. No, not at all. Don't not do the 10 K yeah. if you're not there is kind of what I want to say. Right. But also, and this is what I kind of want to tell, we have a lot of members that have been with us now for a year, two years and they go and come back and they're like, they expect it to go away. They expect that niggling feeling that says. They expect now that they know how to run, that they're going to jump out of the bed and go, oh, I get to go for a run today. I don't care that it's raining or it's cold or I have a presentation at 9 o'clock that I don't feel ready for. No. Right. You're always going to have these little things. Or you might feel great, go out for the run, and like you said, it starts getting really hot, and you need to stop. Right. Well, and and this, yeah, and you know, it's funny. Like, we're type A. We're all like that. Yeah. So, like, you feel like I'm letting myself down or if you're meeting with your running group. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. But here's the beauty. When you know how to run and you decide you don't want to run anymore, that's fine. But we teach people from the get-go how to do resets. Yeah. And it's such a great feeling because, like, a friend of mine this morning, she went out for a 10K and she got a side stitch. And so she said to me, I got the side stitch and I realized it was because I knew a hill was coming. She goes, I, I started to kind of hyperventilate, not realizing it. But right. So as she tensed up, she got the, the stitch. So she said, I immediately was like, okay, one, two, three, exhale. She took a pull drill. So a pull drill is a pulling her feet. So she started just getting a rhythm back with her feet up two, three, up two, three. And then on the four beat, she would exhale up two, three, up, you know, see what I mean? She gave herself a to-do. Yeah. And then the stitch went away, and then she was able to actually get back. She never stopped running. She got that rhythm back. And then she said she the stitch went away, and she actually finished with a negative split. <laughs> yeah. What's so crazy is, do you realize that what, this is what I'm always telling people, what preceded the side stitch? The thought, there's a hill yeah, coming yeah, yeah, that totally. caused a feeling of anxiousness. It right. caused her to stiffen up her diaphragm that caused the stitch. Right. How did she solve it? She thought, oh, I tensed up. I need to untense myself. Right. Do you guys understand the thought is what creates the result? It wasn't, yes, the action, but the th what precedes the action? What precedes the tensing up? It's a thought. Oh, there's a hill. Ugh, this is this is gonna be hard. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. I hate yeah. jump roping. But when you open up to an idea of okay, well, let me try this new tool. Let me let me fit myself for the tool. Let me give this a try. Right. It's okay to stop my 5K. Right. But am I stopping because I'm really just not into it? Am I mind somewhere else? It's not. They're going to be junk miles. Or am I stopping because my teenager is sitting there going, "This sucks. Yeah. It's hot." 
let's go home and have a nice tea and a beer. That's what my Helga brain does. My Helga, and it, honestly, she was doing that for a long time when I started working out with you in April. Every morning I would get up and have a fight with her that she wanted to go back to bed. Don't get in the car and, and do this. And finally, it took about three months that I looked at it. It was like, I seriously, like schizophrenia kind of thing. I looked at her and said, why am I even doing this? I'm doing this because I was finding myself working, standing up, sitting down, and I was sore like on my left butt cheek. Not my whole leg, my left butt cheek had a knot. And it just seemed odd to me. After I started working out though, it became like my whole butt hurt, right? <laughs> and so you know that, okay, my whole butt hurt because I did a movement right, not because I'm getting old and sitting too much, right? right? So I just, I looked at her and I said, no, adult 50-something, 50 55-year-old Caroline doesn't want to get out of shape. She wants to have a good life. So I appreciate, Helga, that you don't want to go out in the rain or you don't want to, it's getting cold out or you would like to sleep for an extra hour, but adult Caroline, frontal lobe Caroline, <laughs> is not going to let that happen. And so that's what I'm saying, guys, is your, your primitive brain will never go away, and it shouldn't go away. Because that primitive brain is also going to be the one that says, uh-oh, I see something in the, up in, uh, in the road. Uh-oh, it's a bobcat. Or uh-oh, it's a armadillo. <laughs> or whatever. Maybe I should cross the street, right? So you need your, your, your primitive brain. But you're an adult now, or if this is a teenager listening, you will have a frontal lobe that will form. <laughs> Listen, they, can, they can take over. But also don't let the frontal lobe like guilt you. Right. No, you must run a t- you know, because the frontal lobe, that one's the type A. Your frontal <laughs> lobe is type A. So it's a dance, but don't give up on, don't give up on your teenager, right? Just like you wouldn't give up on your teenage kid. You're going to love on your teenager, but I don't care that everybody else has a pair of, you know, these pants. I'm not getting them for you, right? That's what you have to do for yourself. You have to be the adult that the frontal lobe went over, but you also wouldn't push your teenager too hard. So have some grace, and that's how I want to end it today is, just remember that even Valerie, after 30 years, still has these issues. I still have these issues every day, but it's about opening yourself up to learning something new and learning the tools of RunRx. And let me say one last thing here, guys. If you listened last week, if you've been listening to me often, uh, we would love to get this podcast um, out to more people. So we would love for you to share it. Give us a review if you're on Apple. If you're not on Apple, um, I believe you can go through Spotify. You can go through Apple and just find the podcast on your on your uh, desktop. You don't have to have an iTunes account to just leave a review. Give us five stars. Um, let us be seen by more people and help more runners. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 